D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K. Another episode of The Kickback with Sabrina, Sharika, and E.B. Sit back, relax, and vibe. Some type of greeting. That's what y'all are getting. Welcome back to The Kickback. (laughs) Sharika, tell them how you feeling. I'm feeling good, feeling great. You know, so many things that I could say that are negative, but I'm going to focus on the positives today. I'm going to give myself a good 85, 90, not for any reason in particular, other than just another day of life that I'm grateful that God has given me. So that's what I'm going to focus on. We're a week away or less than a week away from Thanksgiving. And in that vein and in that spirit, I'm going to be thankful for life, friends, family, and the upcoming food. So I'm good. How are you doing, EB? I am feeling terrible. I'm like, oh no. Like, in the words of, I think it was Sabrina last week, maybe. If it wasn't, I'm just saying it anyway. But I am pissed off. I'm <laughs> feeling like DC weather right now, and I'm like a 47. Every time people say they're pissed off, which I wanted, I wanted to say it last week, but Sabrina really sounded pissed off. But since you don't sound too pissed off, I want to say it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. <laughs> That is true for some people because some people enjoy being pissed on. Talk to R. Kelly victims. Well, this has just gone another way very quickly. E.B., you're usually so joyful. So what's going on? And like, I know some people probably like, this can't be true. For those of you who have probably called me, because I know some of my listeners, you call me on the phone sometimes. And then you're like, I can't hear you. What's wrong with your phone? X, Y, Z. So it's a temporary, I guess, frustration and feeling. But I called the lovely people at Apple and they told me that I am 41 days past due on my warranty. But mind you, during this lovely past seven or eight months, they had a window of around like 60 days where they were closed. And I don't know about how y'all dealing with the pandemic, but I am not out and about going to malls and stores and Apple places. Like if I don't need to be there, I will not be there. If it's not real deal, like family or friends or an emergency, I'm kind of in the comfort of my home. If it was up to me, I wouldn't even be at work. Like I would be working from home if it was up to me. And I know sometimes people who make the decisions of where I work at, they listen to the podcast. And I'm just expressing to you from my heart and my mouth to your ears, wherever you listen to the podcast, I would come to work twice a week, maybe even three times a week. But someday, five days a week in the midst of this pandemic, I'm like, mm, I could have did away with being in the office today. My microphone is not working. And they basically told me we can't help you buy another phone. If you have an iPhone, you know how it works sometimes. Like when a new update comes out or when a new phone comes out, just out of the blue, your phone just stopped working. Mm. Because somebody I I told today that my phone was working, like, well, that's what you get for getting 11 Pro Max. Go back down to the seven. That's disrespectful because I like my 11 Pro Max. And I feel like my microphone should be able to work when I'm not on speaker or when I don't have headphones on. And it's not bad because it's kind of good sometimes to just talk with your headphones and all of that stuff, AirPods or regular plug-in headphones. But I don't want to have to make sure that I have my phone and my headphones everywhere I go. I want to be able to just pick up the phone and talk on the phone like a normal person. I don't want to have to run to while I'm in the office, run outside to my car to hook it up to Bluetooth because I know it's going to be an extended conversation. And I don't want to be talking about pertinent information around the mix of other people while in the office. So that's why I'm at a 47. And I know some people, y'all love y'all cold weather up north, more power to you. But I know that that's a terrible feeling for me as a Floridian, as a person with this lovely thin Haitian blood, and I can't deal with cold weather. So I am feeling PO'd, pissed off, not pissed on. And I am hoping that I can get around this troublesome feeling that I'm having with Apple because I did get a chance to talk to just, I'm gonna throw it out there for you lovely people. If you ever call Apple support or Apple tech, most people I know who work for Apple are some amazing people but if you don't get the answer that you're looking for from them what you say is can i may i because you don't say can i may i please speak with a senior advisor and then a senior advisor told me to do a few steps and if that doesn't work come down to the international plaza apple store on friday between the hours of 12 and 2 and ask for blank i'm not gonna give y'all my connect name because i don't need y'all to beat me there and then end up taking up my appointment time so in my head right now friday between 12 to 2 i'm trying to seek out blank person and hopefully i have this problem solved by the weekend by the time you listen to this i'm hoping my phone is fixed man and you have the 11 so it's not even like you have like a seven or one of the older phones yours is still fairly new because the 12 drop and they're acting in funny. They know what they be doing. Apple be doing this on purpose. I don't care what nobody I agree with you. I ain't trying to say too much because mine is 
holding off and we just paid them off. So I really ain't gonna have no type of problems. I am feeling awesome today. I'm excited because I had the opportunity to kind of spruce up my office. When I came into the job I'm in now six years ago, this past September, I just cleaned out everything, but I really didn't decorate. People tell you I'm more of like a minimalist. My apartment had like my bed. I usually never put pictures up or anything, but I just got the bug today and I got really excited. I think updating my space will just update my mindset and help me go where I'm trying to go next with the dreams I have for what I'm doing at work. So I'm very excited. I have a little stand-up desk coming, not like the whole desk, but the thing you put on top of your desk. And I'm going to change the accent walls and things like that. That matters, you guys. Like how your space looks, mm-hmm. it can really inspire you. So that was my kick today. And I'm still really excited about that. I'm mainly excited about being able to stand up and do work. Oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. So today I'm going to invite a friend in my head. This is how bad I don't know her because I just found out her name, her real name is Joe Issa, which I think is kind of cool. So we're going to talk about Issa Rae today. I don't know if you know her, but she's an American actress, writer, and producer. She started her work on YouTube with her web series called Awkward Black Girl, which she turned into a YouTube sensation insecure when she's been killing it on that show she is also a comedic actress in a lot of different movies like little she's also starting the drama called the photograph comedy called lovebirds that's the one that's on netflix if you haven't seen it she's coming up and building her career in the entertainment world and in 2018 she was on the most influential people's list i was so shocked to see that she is the same age as i I am. And when I look at people who are doing amazing things in their own industry, whether it's sports or acting or entertainment, and they're killing it, I'd be like, what am I doing with my little light here? Come on, I just got to do better. But anyway, that's not about me. It's about Issa Rae. I just chuckle every time I think about Issa. One of my favorite things about Issa Rae wasn't even any of her wonderful work. I like her work and she's great. But it was an interview that I saw. She was going to an awards ceremony and the woman who was interviewing her as she was getting ready to go in and asked her who would she be rooting for and her response was that she was rooting for everyone black and she said that with the most serious face on and I just thought that was hilarious but every time I think about Issa Rae I think about her boldness her creativeness and her honesty just to represent who she is and her people she's created roles for them in her shows people of all different ages and sizes and stuff to be able to get representation in her work so shout out Issa Rae you're welcome to the kickback today. The entertainment value with her is so very high. I remember it was actually my elder sister who introduced me to her when she just had the YouTube show, Diary of an Awkward Black Girl. And I remember thinking, what is this? And then watching it, I was like, oh my goodness, she gets me. Just like the things that we encounter in our lives as Black women, things that people say to us or whatever that they think is okay and it's really not okay and you really wouldn't get it if you weren't us. It was so great. And another highlight from that was when she would get frustrated with someone, she would like write these raps. And I think she ended up incorporating this into her show. And I just thought that was so great. It was just (laughs) funny that she was using that to like express her anger. So if you're interested in her and you're not really into her HBO show, go back to the YouTube from the very beginning and watch her YouTube sketch comedy show, Diary of an Awkward Black Girl. It is so funny i've seen some of her other stuff but not that she is definitely dope and i definitely appreciate what she does for the culture but i would say that love birds was garbage it was trash (laughs) i haven't seen it i haven't seen love birds wait were they on netflix now from something Mm -hmm. like they accidentally hit somebody somebody. you didn't like that you absolutely no that thought is trash i thought it was hilarious Nope. All right, Sharika, since she feel that way, I encourage you to go watch it and then we can double back. Yeah, (laughs) double back on how this couple survives the night. Like it was. Listen, I will say, I'll be honest and say I didn't watch it because I didn't think it looked great. Uh, I'll say check it out. Date night, you and your husband get the popcorn. You know that's dead right there. My husband ain't gonna want that one. 
did not <laughs> like love stories. Eb, you didn't find any of it funny. No, I didn't. Oh, like, okay. I'm gonna say yes. this. How bad this how bad it was for me. Fell asleep during the movie. Disrespectful. No, that's how bad. Yeah, it was disrespectful on their end. She disrespected me. No, the acting was so funny, and like their energy was good. I thought. Maybe it's because I liked her and it just clouded everything. No, I genuinely thought the movie was cute. I'm saying you usually don't do that. That's I wouldn't I wouldn't say you did that because you usually yeah, won't do that. It's some right. people you I, really love and appreciate and you hold them accountable and call them trash when they do trash stuff. So I don't think that would be yeah fair it's assessment. It's not like a like I would not have gone to a movie theater to see that. But at home for a day night with popcorn, I thought it was a very cute little feel good. Ha ha. Well, I will check it out and be the tiebreaker. Sabrina, you said something that really sparked one of the things that we're going to talk about today. So today, guys, we're just going to do a few different hot topics, a few things that have caused maybe some arguments amongst us or just some things we're just going to discuss that are just interesting. And since you said something about the movie theaters, I just saw the trailer for the new Tom and Jerry movie, which, by the way, I have feelings about Tom and Jerry. But anyway, are we going back to the movie theaters or is that dead? Are we done with the movie theaters or not? Yeah, I like, like, we weren't there even once a month, but I miss going into that space with the big screen surround sound. Like, I love that experience to the point I was considering going to a drive-in theater for a date night. I chose something else, but yeah, I I like that. And when it's safe again, I don't mind going back. Girl, they got reclining seats. Come on now. I know. Okay, so I've always wanted to do drive-in theater. I've never been to a drive-in movie theater. That's one thing I've always wanted to do. I always felt uncomfortable at the seats anyway at the movie theaters. And reclining, I felt a little bit better when they were the leather ones. Because I feel like, okay, maybe they could wipe these down. Some of those cloth ones made me always feel uncomfortable. And I hate it. I know this is a woman thing. I never like going to the movie theaters with a skirt on. I just always felt like the seat was, I don't know. I don't know why. I I just don't. I have not had any questionable moment. Thinking about germs in general, like I used to go to the gas station, pump gas, get a bag of chips, not think anything about it. I will never do that again. I can't mm-hmm. believe I ever did that. So just thinking about germs in general, I will have like a heightened awareness mm-hmm. of it from this point forward. But I never went to the movie theaters like, oh, can't wear a skirt. I don't know. I really don't know. Can't tell you what it is. I think that sometimes you come in there, there's popcorn all over the floor. These people didn't even clean up. I, it just be looking a mess. I don't no, I just don't like it. Where are you going to the movies? Because it'd be dark in there, so you don't even really get a good look around at the surroundings, so you don't know what questionable things are in there. Me and the wifey, we enjoy going to movies. It's similar to Sabrina, like, it definitely wasn't there every month. It really had to be like a solid movie, whether it be a Marvel movie or even sometimes like an Easter Ray movie, like movies where you gravitate towards either director or the producer or even the actors of just like, I would pay to go see that. Like, I don't want to wait for this to come out in theaters. Mm-hmm. So like, let me go ahead and get this out of the way now. But I've always, I don't say always. Well, yeah, I think for myself, I always kind of had a heightened sense of presence of where I'm at. Like growing up, whether it was high school or early adulthood, it was who going to pop off? Like, what, what fight going to break out? Like, what's mm. going on? Because movies just were known for those type of things. And then, of course, which we've kind of been blessed. I know a lot of people just don't see the blessings in certain things, like with COVID. But we haven't really heard too much about mass shootings, right? But I remember mm. going to movies, and my first thoughts used to be, if somebody comes in shooting from this way, where am I running? Yeah. Like, do I duck down? Like, we thought about seat placements yeah. during these times. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, crazy. Like, me and Judith, we had these conversations. which just, like, we sitting in this first row by the railing because we can jump out and go either way. And, like, let's meet mm-hmm. in the women's bathroom because most people are just going to try to hit doors or run out theater blank and, or make sure you hit this exit because the car is closest here. People will be like, why are you thinking about that? Part of that, and I know we've talked about it in the last couple episodes of our Enneagram, but part of my Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram number six, and I'm a loyalist. But I think of worst case scenarios all the time. Like even right now, as I'm sitting here in this recording, give y'all a little insight, but I'm at the crib. But if somebody comes through the front door shooting, my first start, like, will I get hurt if I run through my glass screen door and jump off of the balcony? Or do I try to run through this person at the door with this pistol in their hand? Or can I get to certain weapon before I get shot up? And that just be all in my head. When I'm driving, mm-hmm. I think about this. When I'm walking in my neighborhood, I'm thinking about these things. Like two days ago, I'm sitting in my... Oh, I might get some people who hate me for this, and I don't care. But for anybody who own pets, if you are a pet owner, please, in your neighborhood, 
make sure your pet is on a leash. I'm taking out my trash in my neighborhood, in my apartment complex. I expect to be able to walk to the dumpster and just dump it. As we talk about being healthy and safe and keeping clean. And when I get back, I plan on washing my hands. You mentioned it, Sabrina. Like I never really thought about little things. I had to lift up the dumpster and throw it away. I'm going back to my house and I'm like, oh snap. Or as you mentioned, of going to the gas station, right? You pump gas, you buy your bag of chips. And in my, I don't know about y'all out listeners, but for me, I wasn't necessarily a germaphobe like that. And I would just buy my bag of chips and I would grab my chips and eat it right there. I didn't think about washing my hands, but I don't know who was Joe Smoke who just pumped gas before me. He probably was doing all types of craziness. And I never <laughs> felt like I got sick. I never felt like I was worried. But get back to my story. I dumped the trash. I started walking back to my apartment and out of nowhere, a dog. Roof, 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 roof. Starts chasing me. Now, I got to jump on some stranger car because this dog is chasing me. <laughs> Sabrina, add some sound effects because I know that was a horrible dog part. <laughs> But that's what happened. And I'm jumping on somebody else's car. And then the, the owner comes out of nowhere. Oh, he doesn't bite. And I look at him just like I tell every other dog owner. How does he eat? <laughs> don't tell me your dog don't bite. Your dog eat, don't he? He ain't swallowing. He ain't drinking smoothies all day. I'm pretty oh sure he got God. some kibbles and bits. And he chewing those up. He ain't finna chew me up. And I'm saying like, y'all can't be doing this. Now I got my hands on these people's car. Now I'm thinking like, oh man, how about them? Did they have COVID? Was they sitting outside of their car just talking? Getting COVID in the air and ice on this surface? Now I gotta watch them. And then the dog just sitting there just looking at me. Just roof, roof. Ran back to his owner. He stopped barking. He just looking. Like, he just laughing. And I'm saying like, what's so funny about your dog chasing me? Like, nothing funny about that, bro. Like, that's not a joke. I, and that's why I'm horrified of people and their pets and all the stuff that they go through. And I feel sorry. I don't even know who car I jumped on, too. It was just like the first car out there. It was one of my <laughs> neighbors. They didn't come out. The alarm didn't go off. So I was thankful for that. Well, I'm sorry you had that terrifying experience. And I'm sorry I laughed through your whole story. <laughs> I'm just mad you really jumped on someone else's car. But hey. Why not, girl? You got to do what you got to do. It's either that or me get bit. Like the owner said, he doesn't <laughs> He eat, he just ain't bite nobody yet. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I've seen countless stories of, ah, oh, the dog bit this owner. And it's like, ah, oh, that was the first time. It's the first time for everything. <laughs> yeah, all it takes is one time. All it takes is one time. And I don't want to be that one. You ain't going to get true. me. That's <laughs> true. I can be a germaphobe. I used to be worse. I'm not as bad as I used to be, but with the COVID, it has heightened. And with the gas station, what I've done lately is, you know, the little paper towels where you do the windshield washer? I'd be using them to pump my gas. But yeah, I used to go to the movie theaters. I still like going to the movie theaters before COVID. After these mass shootings, I still did have a little fear about like, what if someone comes in? What am I going to do? I probably will go back. And I didn't go a lot before, so I guess I won't be missing out a, a whole lot. But now with the ease of, like, you can stream all these sh movies to your TV at home, it's comfortable. Do we really want to put clothes on and go out to the movie theaters? Or we do is just want to pay the $17.99, which is cheaper than all the movie theater prices and all the stuff they be trying to sell you there. I take it on a case-by-case -case scenario. I was interested, though, in the fact that I saw that they were renting out movie theaters for $99. Now, I wouldn't mind getting together with the crew and getting a movie theater for $99. Where did that, they do that at? That sounds awesome. Well, they had to do something because, you know, these movie theaters were losing all their money because of COVID and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I guess I'm up in the air with the movie theaters. I'll probably go back, but mm, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're going to restaurants, why not the movie theater? If the movie's worth it, I'll be there. Like, I know for a fact I can't. I'm not saying I'm out here going crazy and I'm mm -hmm. anywhere and everywhere. But I definitely would, like, if, it, if the movie seems like it's worth it, I'd definitely make it a date or an outing or just a mm -hmm. trip. Like everything else, I think what COVID has taught me, at least, and as continues to teach me, is just stay safe as much as possible. Yeah. And it's crazy just thinking of a lot of things that, for myself, I don't know about everybody else, but for myself that I was not doing pre-COVID when it comes to just trying to stay safe or mm -hmm. it comes to being healthy. Like, I, of course, like, I wash my hands. I make sure like, I wasn't out here just touching any and everything. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely, like you said, a heightened alert of, like, hold on. Grab this paper towel when I'm pumping gas or as I'm opening mm -hmm. or when I'm opening. Like I did it when I used to open doors because I didn't, and I'm saying certain doors, mainly bathroom doors. But when I was going mm -hmm. to a restaurant, I wasn't thinking about the, the restaurant door. So like now it's mm -hmm. just like, I'm touching it with like one finger to open it. <laughs> I'm just like, I just know the person who walked in before me ain't washed their hands. Mm -hmm. you know? Side note, talking about bathrooms. My pet peeve is when I walk into a bathroom stall and I can smell the person who came before me. I'm not talking about if they did one or two. I'm talking about 
13 body odor. Maybe there's something. So I don't smell people's butt, sweat, whatever that smell is. And I know it's not <laughs> one. It's just body like ill. And it's hanging in the air. I refuse to drop my pants or lift my skirts in any place because if this is thick in the air I don't want those particles on me so we need to figure out what we're going to do about that first COVID and then like a body odor protectant or whatever because those fumes if it's that strong no and when you said bathroom it made me mad all over again I walked in a stall today and I was like really come on I don't like when to go in the bathroom it is a push but to come out it is a pull I don't like that Put the pull on the outside and the push on the inside so I don't have to touch the door to get out. Come on, people. We can do this. I see that select bathroom, but can we get on all on one accord with the pull to come in, push to go out? That gets on my nerves. I guess I'll continue with the bathroom pet peeves, um, mainly for the fellas out there. It's frustrating when I'm in the bathroom and I get done. Well, it's two. One, when it's a stall and you stand right next to your boy. Right, it's way too many empty ones. It's, it's way too many empty ones for you to be right next to me. Stop it, stop it, stop it. The other part is when we get done and I literally see you just walk straight out. And I'm like, you really not gonna wash your hands. Like it's crazy because like I know my boy be listening sometimes. Vante, Vante can uh, like Vante can contest to this, he can affirm to this. It's been several times we just have like it's not on no crazy stuff, y'all. I don't want y'all head to go somewhere else. But when we've been <laughs> to places where we're in the bathroom together and I have verbally asked someone, Hey, you're not gonna wash your hands? And then they just stopped and went back to the stall. And you can ask Vontae, because I, I do this often. We was in Daytona one time. We're sitting down having a lovely conversation. And a guy comes out of nowhere. He starts smoking right in front of us. Just like, hey, none of us smoke. Like, I'm going to need you to go to that table, please. And then he just stopped and got up. That's another pet peeve. Everybody's not a smoker. Like, stop blowing uh, smoke uh. in people's face. Stop being around people. Like, just why do y'all do this? Like, smokers, I don't care if you smoke cigarettes. I don't care if it's cigars. I don't care if it's black. I don't care if it's blunts and it's weed. Like. Just don't be smoking around other people who are not smoking. How are we still on that in 2020? They ain't see the commercials. Thank you. I've been wondering that for the longest. Once we got to 2000s, smoking should have been dead. What are you doing still smoking? I grew up my whole life knowing smoking will kill you. Why are we still doing this? This is <laughs> This is what smoking did to me. <laughs> All right, now let me stop. But um, for our lovely listeners out there, think about different pet peeves you have. And maybe that can be a stir of a conversation. That might even be the conversation that you dive into this week. Whether it's like, just because I know we'll probably finish up with this portion, but I know some of you probably are doing Thanksgiving virtually, just being safe. And that's cool. Or even those of you who are gathering in a safe way, I encourage you to make sure you do that. But maybe you having a conversation of just thinking of these past seven or eight months, like what are some pet peeves that you have had? Some stuff that really tick you off, some stuff that you just like, this really happened. I would say something else that I think I'm doing when COVID is all over, I think I'm really going to get back serious with going to the gym. Like, my wife be faithful with the gym, and I ain't going to lie to y'all. Judith be there four, five times a week. She was supposed to be mm. starting this new thing of, like, twice a day. She was going to go before work and after work. And I was just like, dang, I can't even go once. And I got a whole gym at my office. Well, mm. at our office. Like, and I don't even go. And it's literally right by me, literally, like, 10 it steps really away. It really is right by you. Like, and I only go in there to use the bathroom. <laughs> I go to that one to use the bathroom because of some of the situations that we just talked about. <laughs> and what Sabrina be smelling the other bathroom. I used to smell that in one of the bathrooms. I'm like, hold up. Nobody used the one in the gym. Like, no, because everybody think that one's still off limits. But how do you? It probably is. Well, if it, well, no, because the sign ain't on the door no more. Oh, well, there you go. Sharika, why were you looking so sad when Evie talked about going back to the gym? Why are you, you trying to put me on blast? Because you know my tail ain't been at the gym, and you know I really don't want to, but I really need to go, and that's why my face is looking like that. All three of us can really get back on it. I have faith. I have Listen, faith. at the beginning of the pandemic, me and Sabrina were so faithful, guys. Let me tell you, we would get up early and come to work and work out at the gym every morning. And then they closed our little bathroom down and we were like, well, I guess that means we can't work out no more. <laughs> and we stopped, which we were trashed for that because we could have still worked out. We just didn't. And so Evie has now made me feel guilty because I do and should be back at the gym. 
You must make me feel guilty. My girl's going twice. I know. And I have a friend, shout out to my friend, Tiffany, but I'd be like, girl, because we're linked on our Apple watches and what? Four or five times a day. It says that she done worked out. And I'm like, hmm. I got a nephew and a cousin like that. And I'm just like, why am I even paired with y'all on this Apple watch? Like, I, <laughs> He just completed a 50 minute workout. Well, good for him. Leave me alone. Okay. I just completed a workout by going to my fridge to open it and see that nothing was in there. And now I'm mad and I had to go sit back down. And then I went back to find something like in the freezer or something and be like, well, I guess I'll cook. Well, I would say like, Sharika, 10 and three, you definitely begin your exercise in when y'all be hitting y'all walks. Like, so let's not act like you're not exercising. You're just not in the gym. And Sabrina, you're not going to be talking about- If you only knew the speed that Sabrina and I were walking yesterday, it was, we might as well have been going in reverse. We were walking so slow. We mostly use our walk for conversation, not for exercise. Hey, that's part, hey. You got to get it how you can. You got some people, which, like Sabrina be killing it with her bike. She be biking. She do. That is That's, true. Like, be getting on the bike and getting to go. You What you did, seven miles th- this weekend? I think we did like eight. Ooh. Girl, I don't think I've ever been pushing for me, numbers. It's like the consistency. I know consistency is key, but that's what I don't have. I'm only consistent with overeating. And <laughs> that's- I just love food and food is for comfort food is for joy food is for pain all the food so it's not that I can't do the things but if I'm going to eat the way I do I gotta be more active and with the pandemic it's just I have not been nearly as active so I'm so inspired by Judith and honestly Tracy and my friend Ashley they really be on it so and you guys so Sharika we can start walking with Leslie again come on girl the bathrooms are open let's get back on it Sharika's not a morning person you guys so she doesn't want to be there I think I no listen I'm not a morning person actually I'm starting to get to become more of a morning person. But guess what? If my friend is going to be there, I will show up. I will not leave you hanging. You already know that. Speaking of walking with Leslie, let me tell y'all, this was an activity. We tried to play kickball this weekend, okay? The level of unshapedness that I was experiencing out there playing kickball. I'm going to talk about Sabrina's husband, Doug, right now, because I was getting to break his kneecap. We were playing kickball. This man kicking like he is David. David, what's the guy, the soccer man? David, whatever his name, David Beckham out there kicking this kickball far out in the field. And I'm like, who is fitting to get that? Who is running out there? I try to do one little job one time. And then after that, I said, forget it, Doug. I'm not going to get this ball. And when I was talking trash to Doug about about how he was kicking the ball far, he said, what happened to walking with legs? (laughs) Sabrina, did he not come for me on the kickball field? He did. And that's okay because it's just more inspiration. (laughs) It's fuel for us to get back on. That is true. At least we're not alone. I've heard across America, you know how they talk about the freshman 15? Across America with the pandemic, it's like the pandemic 15, the pandemic 20. I feel bad because I can't even blame it on the pandemic because at the beginning of the pandemic, we were doing, the pandemic was actually working to our advantage at first. And now uh, I can't even tell you what it is anymore. Like you said, the only thing I'm consistent with is overeating. And we're about to be at things. Thanksgiving in a few days. I just don't foresee this changing until at least another week or so. (laughs) But we can change the level of activity so we can at least walk. Okay, we will walk and we will report back to you next week to let you know has the walking commenced or have we still been just being sedentary. Hold us accountable. If you got some tips on how to get back active and exercising, we are, you know, What motivates you? Let us know what has motivated you these past few weeks or how we can motivate each other during this time. All right, friend, what happened back in the day, Sabrina? Y'all know how some people treat 45 like a god Mm. and others would compare him to a turkey. (laughs) Well... For back in the day, this episode, we're going to combine the two and dive into when turkeys were actually seen as gods. Mm. The ancient Maya had one of the most advanced civilizations in the world, and part of their culture was a love of the turkey. Turkeys were owned almost exclusively by the rich and powerful. Residents in what is now Guatemala worshipped in massive pyramids, and they also did something else, eat and worship turkeys. 
These days, turkeys are mostly seen as vessels for stuffing on your Thanksgiving table as being dry or the lesser meat when compared to ham, bacon, steak, and all that. But shout out to our friend Tanya, who just made us the juiciest, most flavorful turkey. We had a little Friendsgiving situation this past weekend, and Tanya... That turkey was good. Anyways, for the Maya people in 300 BC, turkeys were coveted symbols of power and prestige seen as vessels of the gods and honored accordingly. The bird was conceived of as being gifted with exceptional powers, which could be harmful to the human from the nocturnal and dream space. Honestly, I feel like cats are like that and I feel like they're just kind of evil, but I digress. The Maya people portrayed turkeys as godlike figures in religious imagery and at least one Meyer ruler included the word turkey in his royal nickname. There's just proof of this all throughout archaeology with incense burners that have turkey claws and everything. Though they imported turkeys from Mexico, they also prized the oscillated turkey. Now this is the wild turkey that roamed the area around Guatemala and those birds were valued for their multicolored feathers and heads, but they never made it to being domesticated. If they had proved tameable, the star of our modern Thanksgiving dinners might have looked a lot more ostentatious. How they looked was very important to the people since the birds represented elite power, important long-distant trade connections, and the ability of the ruler to provide an important sacrificial victim or colorful feather cape, essentially on demand with no need for hunting. The power of the turkey was also expressed in religious rituals. Maya art portrays turkeys with slit throats being used in near rites. Bird sacrifices, anthropologists hypothesized, were meant to set the stage for like a fertile new year and turkeys were seen as stand-ins and messengers of the gods. The Maya may not have been able to tame the local wild turkeys, but they used both northern and local oscillated turkeys in their social and religious lives. Today, modern turkeys are descendants of those prized Maya birds, and even though modern Americans' form of turkey worship includes roasting and eating them during Thanksgiving dinners, they carry a lot more dignified history in their DNA. Shout out to history.com for that information and shout out to the turkeys. I like a good turkey because I don't have it often. I know a lot of people are like, I don't like turkey, it's dry. I don't really care for it, but I like a good turkey, especially because I don't have it often. And so when Thanksgiving comes around, I'm ready for a turkey or two. I miss, listen, I miss this year. We usually have a Thanksgiving celebration at work. We usually have one at church and we usually, you know, you have your Thanksgiving. So I usually get about three turkeys throughout the season and that's about enough for me. And then I'm like, I'm good until next year, bring back the turkeys again. But you know, with this COVID situation, I'd be lucky if I get one. Well, like Sabrina said, we did have one at our Friendsgiving, but yeah, I don't know if I, another turkey coming my way anytime this season. I said the turkey this past weekend was on point. Mm-hmm. Like it ain't. I'm gonna keep it real. It ain't too many times that I'm getting up for seconds and thirds for turkey. Um, similar to what Sharika had talked about, like during certain like November, basically, you can ask Judith. The only time I really eat turkey is in November. Like oh. I'm not going to a place and eating. Like I'm not going to the theme park to get a turkey. Not alive. Like, it's just not happening. Like I just not that I don't care for it. It's just it's other meat out there that you usually mm. don't get right. And I feel like for whatever reasons, I feel like November is when turkeys in season. That's when they getting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when the hunters are out. <laughs> it's just something about it. It just tastes better in that month of November than any other month. Oh. And I'm pretty sure if it's cooked the same and it's, it'll probably be busting again, I will mm-hmm. sit here just like, oh, snap. I'm, I probably need to hit Tanya up for this recipe because I might want this to run it back in December. <laughs> like, it ain't too many people who turkeys I done had where it's just falling off. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so juicy and tent- like it was on point. I don't know. I just want some. Like I'm thinking about it. I'm drooling out the mouth thinking about last weekend food. Now that you said that, AB, I just realized that I do like turkey, and I be eating turkey year round. I just don't consider the sliced turkey real turkey. Like I know it's turkey, but I like I prefer turkey over like a ham sandwich, like the deli turkey. But I just, it doesn't seem like the re- it doesn't seem like real turkey. I mean, I know that it is, but like, it's not like the carved turkey. You want to see that thing that said gobble, gobble. (laughs) The one that looked like it said gobble, gobble, and the whole thing just sitting there right in front of you. 
those little pieces don't make no sense to you. That's what that's all I'm hearing right now. It's just like, where's the goblin? Them little slivers, at? them slices, them thin meat. I, and how can it be so smooth? When you cut a real turkey, it don't be smooth like that little thin sliver of turkey meat that they sell you. It's, now I'm concerned. It's this real turkey. How do they get the turkey so slimy and thin and slick? I need to know that now because when I cut that real turkey, it'll be slick and slim, thin and all. Now I'm concerned. I've been eating something that resembles turkey, but may not be. Well, thank you guys for rocking with us. Before we go, we got to give you our recommendations. So, E.B., do you have a recommendation this week? I do have a recommendation, but I also want to expound on something. Oh, just kidding, friend. I'm so Hey, y'all see that, people? Y'all see how they just trying to get me so a boot sorry. off the podcast. They don't care about the boy no more. For those of you, because sometimes I'll be breezing through stories and y'all be posting that y'all listen to the podcast. Myself, Sabrina, and Sharika, we greatly appreciate y'all posting it on your IG story. But go ahead and tag us. Tag the kickback page. We want to know the people who out there listening and vibing to us. And we also mm-hmm. want to interact with y'all because we really want to know what y'all want us to dive into because we love picking our own topics and diving mm-hmm. into stuff that happens. But we also want to know what y'all thinking. Respond to what we talk about and all that good stuff. But today, I am expounding on something that most people don't like talking about. Now, this year, many of you have found your way to literally have no choice but to talk about it because... It was in election year. I am to the point where it's some stuff that's very, very frustrating in our lovely world. I think by now, people should know who Breonna Taylor is, Mm -hmm. mainly who she was as an individual. But Congresswoman-elect Cori Bush, she is an amazing Black woman. She said this past week, that she was stunned and hurt when some other individuals who are part of Congress with her addressed her as Brianna Taylor during the new member orientation at the Capitol because she was wearing a mask that dubbed the name. Wow. And she said it did not seem like they were being malicious. They just simply did not know. Now, Corey, I'm rooting for you. I support you. Way to get into office. But I'm going to just say that those people have to know who this name is. And if they don't, then that's crazy as well. But then she said, after the next and the next and the next person, she started to feel hurt because of all the protesting that has happened during the past five or six months. And those who are continuing to be on the front lines to bring justice to her name and for her family's sake, that she was like, this is why I ran for office. And this is why I won. She is a former, well, she'll probably still be this, but she's a nurse and a pastor. But now she's about to be a congresswoman. And not just any congresswoman. She's a special congresswoman. And I say special because she is the first Black woman. She's a nurse and a single mother, but she has the honor to represent Missouri in the United States Congress as the first Black woman. Wow. And Missouri been here for a very, very long time. Actually, the district that she's representing has been in a headlock by two individuals, a son and a father for the past 50 years. In her speech, and those individuals were Black as well, African-American descent, but in her speech, she said to all the Black women, to all the Black girls, to all the nurses, to all the essential workers, to all the single mothers. This is our moment and I am fighting for you, that we are bringing change to the 117th Congress. So the only reason I really wanted to expound on that because I want people to know that there are evil people who are still killing. There are officers who are still killing unarmed individuals. And just because it's not on your favorite news station or there aren't people protesting, rioting, looting, burning down businesses, whatever you want to call it happening right now, that does not mean that these situations are still not happening. And that the fact that a few members of Congress decided to address Congresswoman-elect Cori Bush as Breonna Taylor just shows me that we as a collective, we as a people, we as a unified front still have a lot of work to be done comes to teaching people about the injustices that happen in this nation and letting these names be known and heard and repeated over and over again. So just think about just the different things that's happening day in and day out and let them be 
part of, especially those of you who are believers, of you expressing God's love, of course, loving God supremely, but also loving what he created and loving others through your words and your actions and even your thoughts. Wow. Just can't imagine them calling me out of my name and then to call me her name. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy that people can be so out of touch and so unaware that they don't know who Brianna Taylor is. And that's just, that's just wild. And that none of them, like not one of them people be like, uh, I don't think that lady's name is Brianna. Isn't Brianna Taylor that girl that was murdered? Like nobody, nobody. She said there's six of them. She said it was six of them. And that's just what got to me. Cause like on the math and she showed like in the mm-hmm. article that I had read, it has a bath and you can just look up her name, Corey Bush. That's spelled C-O-R-I and her last name is Bush, but she has a Breonna Taylor mask on. And it's just like, y'all can't be serious. So like part of me, it's like, if I were to start walking around with a George Floyd mask or a Trayvon Martin mask, like you, like I would hope people don't think that my name is George. It's, it's crazy. The world we live in. Definitely. Yeah. I'm trying to think like, those people could easily just be like, oh, well, it was on her mask. I didn't know. But you said this is a Congress, right, EB? It, it was definitely Congress. This is the 117th Congress, and they were having new member orientation. So, mm. like, so you're I, not learning these people's names? like That's what it seems like. The other thing is, which I know we'll dive into it soon as far as what we recommend. Hey, man, I recommend, for those of you who don't know what you want to do with your life, and I know people are going to be like, why would you tell people that? But, boy, they paying people $174,000 to be in Congress. And I'm just sitting here thinking, I might want to run for office one of these days. You should. Because these people ain't, ain't what it is. <laughs> we do need you out there, EB. These people ain't what it is. But I don't think I can be a politician. <laughs> I did see another job in the politics, though. Assistant doorkeeper. What? How much they paying? <laughs> they paying around eighty to 90000 Oh, what do I got to do? Do I got to take a bullet for somebody? No, no, no. You ain't, front the door? No, you ain't no, you ain't no secret service or nothing, but you're an assistant to one of the congressmen or congresswomen. I'm just sitting here like, 80 to 90? Man, I can even write your speeches and you can give me a raise. Hmm, I don't know. If it was just holding the door, I'd consider it. But I don't know about being one of these people's assistants. I don't, mm-mm. Yeah, they might have you do something shysty. Exactly, or trifling. That is or true. Or inappropriate. I don't know about them. Or have to witness it. Oh, that would stress me out. Mm-mm. Or you got to be keeping your mouth closed and stuff. You be like, I, I know what they done did. Behind he had me listening to his recommend the stuff you should know. And now I'm like, I can't believe America told a full lie. And they had my, my friend Kennedy do it, saying he didn't know what was happening with the Bay of Pigs. And I'm like, no, not my country. We were definitely wrong with the Bay of Pigs situation. Definitely. All right, Dr. Sabrina, don't be saying that. And got some people who think we was right in that situation. Like, you know, some people, if they, we they're serious right, about the government. My thing is, if, when you are right about something, you do not have to lie or hide it. They straight up asked him, do you have people? And then we didn't even honor, wasn't it the CIA operative who was ahead of it, who got killed? We just honored him within the past 20 years. That's horrible. So that makes me think we thought we did something wrong. Oh, no, I agree with you. I'm just saying, I'm just talking about the people who might come for you. Let him come. Well, you know, those are those who make America great people again. Well, not necessarily. I don't know what type of people Edie's talking about, but Sharika, if you haven't checked out what he recommends, the Stuff You Should Know podcast, it's actually very good. I listened to a whole episode today about, it was like the history of pain or something like that. And it was very. Mm-hmm. I do gotta check it out. I used to be really into podcasts, which I still am. And you should be too, since you're listening to ours. But I got a little overzealous. I felt like I committed to too many and I can't keep up with all the podcasts that I um, loved originally. I'd be like, oh, I, I missed you guys. But don't do that to us. Press number one on your list. Make sure if you're not listening to any <laughs> other podcast, you're listening to this. That's because you're a Patreon and you get so much content. I do support my friend Kev. You do. What are you recommending today, Sharika? Well, actually, I do want to recommend a podcast that I actually almost recommended this last week. But um, like I know I just told you there's a million podcasts and I'd be overdoing it. But I really like this podcast. It's called, okay, I'm going to give you two podcasts. One is called Ever After with Jaleel White. You might remember his name. 
he plays Steve Urkel and he's doing this podcast and he's talking to all the different like child stars. There's the stereotype that child stars are all crazy and that they're all messed up in the head and, you know, or they're on drugs and all those things. So he's talking to different celebrities that were child stars and that are actually doing well and on the straight and narrow and are still, you know, doing positive things. And it's just interesting to hear from some of your old favorites and, you know, see what they're up to these days. He's had guests like Raven Simone, Kiki Palmer, Mayim Bialik, who played Blossom, if you know her. I forget the girl that was Winnie Cooper. I forget what her name is. Dang it, I just had it and then I lost it again. But anyway, she was on The Wonder Years. Anyway, so he's interviewed lots of different celebrity. Tyler James Williams, that was on Everybody Hates Chris. Haley Joel Osment, who was, I think he was, was he in? The one that I see dead people, whatever that movie was. But yeah, anyway, he interviews a lot of the celebrity child stars. So I don't know, I just found that interesting. And then the other one that I like, and I wanted to uh, share with you guys, it's an inspirational one. It's called The Hope We Hold. It is a podcast with Ginger and Jeremy Volo. She was, well, she is one of the, I don't know if you've heard of 19 Kids and Counting. But anyway, she's one of the 19 kids in, that were is in that show. And so they're a Christian couple. He's a pastor and he's in seminary right now as well but they have this really inspirational podcast about hope and people's hope stories and so I really have been enjoying that and I've had on some days where I've been a little frustrated with life or just just frustrated situations I've listened to that podcast and it's given me hope and strengthen my faith in God so that's the two things that I wanted to recommend today. Amen I'm excited to dive into both of those had not heard of either one so I'll definitely get into those this week. I am recommending date night. Now, I know you guys are thinking, what? Is that just for people with a bae or people who are married? No, like even if you are single, no matter where you are in life, I recommend once a month putting it on your calendar, a date night. Budget it for yourself. It can be a free event. It can be something you pay for. But there's nothing like having something to look forward to. So give yourself something to look forward to. If you're with a partner, it's so fun to surprise them or come up with something you can do together and make a new memory. I love having date night with my husband. Some people do this weekly with our schedules. That's just not feasible. We have a date night once a month and it has been so fun and I'm really looking forward to it. This Friday is a Friday that it's going to be our date night. Sometimes it's a Friday, sometimes it's a Saturday. You know, it just depends. And I love it. And even when I was single and not thinking anything about being baited up or booed up with anyone, I still did this with myself. It usually involved me going to a restaurant because I'm a foodie, which is totally fine. But do something new. Do something you enjoy. Date night. Make it a thing. I second that emotion. I love date night. I need to get better at doing it on a more consistent basis and like you said it doesn't always have to be something expensive like one of the date nights I've been wanting to do but I just haven't really done it it's like an at-home picnic put some little pillows some little candles on the floor do a little movie situation you can make it really fancy I saw that and I was like you know what I should do that have I done it obviously not surprise Alan with it but you know what this is encouragement to me Sabrina make so help me do better well I'm recommending y'all to do What's best for you with this recommendation? Some people like to open it up and read it on their own. Others like myself, we like to listen. Some of you don't even like the person that I'm about to recommend you to learn more about. Others of you are fascinated and fully admire, and I'm not saying admire as an idolizing individual, but admire this person's character. Tuesday of this week, November 17th, a book entitled A Promised Land dropped. It is the memoir of the one, the only, the un, I guess you could say unequivocal, There's no comparison to this guy. I'll just say Mm -hmm. that. Barack Hussein Obama, former president, former commander-in-chief, husband to Michelle, father 
to two beautiful girls. He basically said about his book, it's out today. And his goal was to give you some insight into the events and the people that shaped me during the early years of my presidency. Most of all, I hope it inspires you to see yourself playing a role in shaping a better world. I don't know about you, but since March, this place did not seem like a better world. I think mm. if, if, and I'm saying a world, not America, a world, mm -hmm. if COVID has done anything, it has given all of us somewhat of an equal platform to stop, pause, and reflect on everything going on and everything that is out of whack. I have had conversations with people who did not know that the racial tensions that happen day in and day out in the lives of some people is something that has been going on forever. Now, some may have been naive and blinded by it, and others have just been so busy in their own life where they didn't have time to sit, reflect, and wonder, or to pay attention, or to see it happening, right? Just because everybody doing their own thing. So if you are a reader, I encourage you to go get it. Sadly, some of you will not be able to get it because it's only like 3 million copies on this first oh, wow. print run, and they did it intentionally because of COVID. I know some of y'all out here are just like, that's crazy. And I, and I get it. They could have just shipped it out, but it like they wanted to send some to bookstores because of contractual obligations. So a bookstore you might go to, you might run to Barnes and Noble or Books a Million, and you might be like, where is it? And it might not be there because they didn't want a million people in the streets because we know it's going to sell out. So for those of you who got audiobooks or Audible or you listen in other ways, I encourage you to just listen. Because one of the good things about this memoir from him, it's read by him, which is always great to hear mm -hmm. his voice. I don't know about y'all, but I love listening to him. Yeah. So I recommend that to you guys. And I will tell you just because I know some avid readers in my life. So the plan is hopefully, and I'll talk to of course, cause it's not up to me. It's up to all three of us to come to an agreement. But like in January or February, we plan to have someone who read it with us to dive into it. And we just have a brief conversation. And I'm about to be sending some emails to his peoples. Cause my wish for 2021 is to get somebody who all of us know on this podcast. When I'm saying all of us know, I'm talking- Speaking to us. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get Barack on this podcast. I don't know all his peoples, but I know some of his peoples who work on the lower tier levels, who in his corner. And I'm going to try my best to see, even if it's like a five minute conversation of him just saying, what's up to the kickback squad. And if that don't work, I'm going to get somebody else who admires him as much as I do to talk to you guys about his book. So that's what I'm recommending for you guys. Also, go read your Bible. Let's close out this year. Good. <laughs> that's what y'all really need to be doing. Need Honestly, to be doing I thought day. that's what you was going with. When you were like, some of you like to open this, some of you don't like. I was like, okay, but when you hit the, you not like him, I was like, oh, okay, he's not talking about Jesus. Well, some people don't like Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say, I know some people don't like Jesus, but we don't even acknowledge him. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. We need to be praying for them, though, because they need yes, to like Jesus. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We thank you for your time and your patience with us this week. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode of The Kickback. We enjoyed talking about all the things. So, like Evie said, share those with us, and we've got plenty more things. We might engage you in some online you know back and forth with some of our different pet peeves like i had to come for our friend tanya who wrote on our social media how snickers were trash and then i had to let her know that she was wrong and then her twin sister not knowing that she wrote on our facebook commented on our instagram that she thought snickers were trash and i had to let her know she was had great taste in podcasts but terrible taste in candy so we would love to connect with you guys on our social media so make sure you leave your comments Good, bad, or indifferent. Facts. But Snickers is low-key trash. <gasps> EB, how dare you? <laughs> As always, people, thanks for listening to the kickback. If you're down with the squad, make sure you share it with your peoples and subscribe to the pod. Hit us up on social media topics, suggestions, comments, questions, whatever you want us to dive into or whatever you wasn't feeling on this episode. As always, if life tries to knock you down, just make sure you kick back. Until next week.